What's up you guys? This is Mr. Ashley once again and I'm going to do this video is long overdue. I'm going to go through my Oracle deck, show you guys inside of my Oracle deck as well as my process of creating this Oracle deck, the inspiration, the whole printing process that took forever it seemed like. And I'm going to give you guys some tips, some insights, answer some questions and all of that. So stay tuned. So I wanted to discuss a little bit about the creative process with this deck. So this is my second Oracle deck. I do have a video about the first deck that I created that will be listed down below or either in the, the notes somewhere up here. You know, my process for creating this deck was a little bit different than the first time that I created a deck as this one consisted of images and it consisted of foil. So it started off, the deck started off being very ambiguous, only watercolor background and a couple of words. But as I continued with the creative process, I realized that I wanted to add more. And I added spirit animals. Mainly I use spirit animals because they are very ambiguous. I also use flowers and different symbols, astrological symbols, um, objects like keys and clocks to convey the message that I had for that specific card. All of the cards are full color and they all pertain a certain scripture and you can refer to the booklet to find more information out about the symbolism of that card. The inspiration for this deck came to me like literally in a snap of a finger, like a blink of an eye. I was cleaning up for the night and I was putting things away. I was actually over there towards the corner of my living room and it just downloaded literally it was like um, an image like two images and like a line and it said I am that I am literally just like that and then that's when I started the like watercolor abstract art type of deck I had like a couple images and then from there it just started to build usually the best ideas that I find me personally is the is the ones that come instantly and then I build upon those ones Like everything, I created this deck on my iPhone using the Canva app. I am not sponsored by Canva, but you know, look me up if you want me to be one of your sponsors. <laughs> I can only speak good things about the app. So I created it in the app. With the basic framework, I duplicated each and every page after I created the first one. So for example, I had the font, the font size, the border, I duplicated that and then from there I would add the background as far as watercoloring, any type of images that I wanted to use, some of them I added effects. And it took me a couple months to go through the entire process of the first initial design. And you can hire a designer, you can find one on Fiber, you can find one on upsell, Upscale or something. But anyways, if you just Google, you'll be able to find a designer and someone that will collab with you. If you know an artist, you can collaborate with them. Me personally, the way how I like to work is that I um, do it through creative process. So it behooved me and it was better for me to be able to do all the graphics myself because it helped me with my creative process. The good thing about having a designer is that if you do not know all of the lingo that they have pertaining to layouts, um, like DPI, all of that stuff, I know very little bit about all of the requirements that they wanted me to fulfill, but I was able to figure it out and they helped me figure it out. So that's another thing. When they have a designer, the designer can help give you 
footnotes to help you figure out what you need to figure out. But the easier route would be to hire a designer. Now I'm going to speak about my process using a printer and this time instead of using one in the USA, I used one that was overseas. It was my first time so I did a lot of research. I read a couple blogs, I listened to other people's experiences using Alibaba and I just downloaded the app and then I started to reach out to vendors and you'll be surprised how many Oracle and Tarot deck vendors there are as well as anything that you want to create or that you want to replicate or you want to produce, you can find it on that app. So I spoke to a couple different, I spoke to several printers and I received the quotes. So they, the quotes typically last for about 14 to maybe like about 30 days. So if you don't act on them, then you have to resubmit for to receive a quote. The first one that I interacted with, she was really nice and I didn't really understand the pricing and I just, at that time, I was just in the creative process. So I just gathered the quote. And then from there, I just continued to create my, my deck because I didn't have anything to really submit besides my first deck. And initially, I was going to do this um, order, like 500 decks of my first deck, which you guys, if you're interested in that one, I will be printing that one really soon. I just don't know when. This whole process took a little bit longer than what I thought it would. I ended up going with another printer and the experience has been a long experience. Um, if you've been following me for a while, you know that this has been like maybe about a five, six month process. And that wasn't, that was since I even announced it. So after you receive your quote and you like, yeah, I wanna move forward, you have your files ready and you send the files off to them and then they will send it to, submit it to their designer. Their designer will look over the files. And then from there, they will start the process of making a layout. Once you approve the layout, you will be required to do a down deposit before they can start the printing. They will give you the option of printing a sample before they do the master print. Like if you're doing 100 decks, 500, 1000 decks, I do suggest you do this because you can feel the quality of the paper. You can see your deck in your hands and you can work with your deck, see how you like it. If you wanna change any of the fonts, if you wanna change the images, the quality of the paper, um, if you want to add foil, if you don't want to. Now that typically for, for my printer was like about 200 to $300 and it arrives like about seven to 14 days after you have already purchased that sample. Now I ended up getting like about three samples. Uh, the first one, I was like, oh yeah, sorry. I changed the quality of the paper and then I also added foil on the back and then I changed the border around the front of the, like where the images are. I changed that border. And with that, the foil and with the, uh, you had to pay for the mold for that. That was an additional like 450 for that. And with that, I had to order another sample with that one. And I ended up having to get a third one because I sent the wrong files the second time around for the second print. So it was a lower quality. So I ended up having to get three samples printed out that was pretty costly. So the more that you're prepared, the more that you will save. Everybody's experience will be different, but I will suggest the more that you are prepared and that you have done your research and that you know exactly what you want, the better. However, like you may, even if you are prepared, you may decide to change your mind because you may want to tweak something and that's perfectly fine. The professionals are there to help you and they helped me a lot. They were very patient with me. Uh, they were very, very patient with me because this was my first major project. 
Now the pricing will be different depending on the quality of the paper, the cardstock, if you want glossy, if you want um, foil, if you want engraved images, if you want, like they have all these different specialty items that you can add to your cards. Another thing that was really helpful is that I selected vendors that offered insurance. So in case like the cards were coming over on the boat or on the plane and something happened to them, like they fell off, that they would replace them. They also offered if the quality wasn't what I requested or that to my satisfaction that I could get a money back guarantee for that. So you wanna look for those two things when you are picking a printer for your deck. There are differences between the printer I use here in America and versus the one that I use overseas. I do think that the pricing um, is is better overseas, but you do have to meet a certain quantity. So I had a minimum, I think was of a hundred. I, and then they did like all the way up to like thousands. I did in between, I did 500 decks because I thought that that was a better investment for the amount that I was um, going to pay for the decks because they were very similar to like 100 decks. I was like, I might as well go ahead and add more money and then just go ahead and invest in the 500 decks and work with that. And then from there, I can increase the amount of decks that I would like to purchase the next time. What I'm going to do differently the next time around is that I'm going to be very prepared. I'm going to make sure I have all my measurements out that I actually plan on using the same mold that I used for the previous deck on the back to save money because that mold is like about $400 off, off top. And it's because they had to use a special printing for to be able to do the mold. So I will use the same mold for the backing just to, to save money and time and everything. And then another thing I would do is to make sure that I have all of my images. I have things more organized. With the deck that I'm working on now, which is Spirit Animal deck, I've already have my folders organized. So I'm not repeating things over and over again. I already have my sizing. All I did was just take that template that I had from the I Am That I Am Divine Goddess cards and I copied that. And I'm making the animal deck, the Spirit Animal deck, the same exact size. Now that I know exactly what to expect, I know that my next order, my next purchase of my upcoming deck will be a lot smoother. I already know what I want. I already know the quality of the paper and I already know exactly the layout, everything. I've already experienced this one time, so I know how to implement these new skills and um, the way how they prefer to have their formats sent to them and what to expect for the next time around. With my funding experience, I saved a lot of my own money from um, previous investments that I made and also with client work and stuff. So I saved a portion of my money. Once I got in the process of receiving my first sample, I went ahead and opened up for pre-orders. I took my sample, actually I think it was my second sample. Um, I, took the I took photos and videos of the sample that I had, I posted it up and I opened up for pre-orders and with the pre-orders I offered incentives like free shipping I offered um, other free items for those that wanted to invest in the pre-orders and in exchange for them waiting a little longer for to receive their decks so that they receive those freebies so that could be something that you can do to help fund your project that's a great way of how to get the money for to fund your project but the downside to that is that you have to make sure that you are prepared 
to give people refunds if they don't want to wait that long or if they may be complaining. But thankfully for me, the people that invested upfront, that they were very kind and considerate. We built a, a really good rapport and I'm very grateful for those. If you are watching the ones that pre-ordered, thank you so much for, for doing that and being very kind and generous. But like, that's the only thing about it. Things may take a little longer and some people are not willing to wait. So you have to keep that in mind. This also opens up an avenue for you to be able to submit your decks to publishers that receive Oracle decks and they're looking for new artists to showcase in their publishing company. Typically, you have to have a literary agent. There are some companies that are open for submissions. Now I will show you guys my deck and go through my creative process and the symbolism and the meaning of each and every card. All right, so you guys, this is the box. And uh, yeah, the box was pretty easy to design, but um, teaming up with the printer's designer, I had to go over it several times to make sure that I had it correct. Here we have the book, which is upside down because I already opened this deck. I started using it. I have the booklet. So I have a printing colored paper here, but the inside I did as black and white. So it has the picture, it has the scripture and bigger print so people can research the scripture if they wanted to. And it has the element. Some of them have additional notes. I have a little inspirational message or an insight pertaining to that card. So I have here speaker, um, which is air energy. I have water energy, which is bridge and bridge over, over water. Fire element, which is I am. And that the reason why I made that as a fire element because that I am statement comes from uh, the Old Testament where Musa, aka Moses, met the burning bush, the great I am for the first time. And I am is the most powerful statement that we can use to manifest. So whether you are saying I am in a positive manner or either in a negative manner, you're going to get exactly that. Then we have here the earth energy, which is produce. I am a producer. All right. Um, let me see. Go through here. I have a little bit about the deck right here. And then I have a couple of layouts, example layouts, on how people can utilize the Oracle decks for their daily readings. Um, they compare with Tarot or either with my first deck, which I am working on a reprint, a reprint for those ones. So thank you guys that already have that first deck. Here we have affirmations and these cards can be used as personal affirmations. That's another thing that I really enjoyed about this deck. I use them every day. Uh, speaking of speaker, here we have, I am speaker. I am a speaker voice, the voice of God. And what we speak out of our mouth, we literally produce. So our, our words are very powerful. Paper is a nice quality paper. Um, it's flexible. I also loved this pattern that I put on here. I did do a poll and it was this pattern, but I had more sequence. I had uh, more lines and shapes that went with this backing that was chose the people that um, voted for it. So thank you guys that voted for the backing of the card. However, being that um, this is a gold, it's a gold uh, foil. So with this gold foil, you have to have a special mold created for it. And they could not get it placed properly with all of the different geometric shapes that I had integrated into the middle symbol and on the edges. So I just peeled it back. Um, I pulled back and I just did just some basic shapes that still had my, my basic um, idea of the symbol that I wanted to use in the deck on the backing, which is my favorite, one of my favorites, which is the sun symbol. 
Here we have I am supreme knowledge and I have the symbol of Sagittarius that rules and over knowledge. I have some of these with astrological symbols, some of them with with animals and with shapes. And initially when I started off with the deck, I started off very ambiguous. It was almost like abstract art. If you could see the watercolor in the back, they were just like watercolors um, backing with like maybe a couple basic shapes like that. They left the viewer up to their own interpretation of what they were seeing. But as I continue to work on them, the divine spirit led me to add more figures and more symbols. And as you can see, and as we continue on, you will see that a lot of uh, animals are highlighted in this deck. So I do have a spirit animal deck coming for 2023, but um, this one has nothing to really do with spirit animals. So stay tuned for that deck. But here we have I am righteousness. So I chose the black and white because it deals with the law of polarity, but it also is about the spectrum of God where we have good and evil that is all contained within the divine source. And it's not good and evil like how we think about it, but it's more so like about the totality. God is the totality, the all, the creator is the totality of reality. And I like this symbol because it's like, it reminds me of creation, but it also is like a straight and narrow path. It's straight like they're together, but it's also narrow. And if you know about the, the text about the straight and narrow path and um, about righteousness, you know, sometimes we may veer off to what, to the left or to the right. And that people may say, well, that was wrong. That was, or that was a good job, or that wasn't, you know, good, or you shouldn't have did this, or you should do that. But our path is our own path. And our path is to the path of righteousness that is for us to live out. I am the provider. All your needs are more than provided for. So if you feel like you're lacking anything, I really love this card because you have the ladybug here that deals with fulfilling promises, what some would call luck. You have trans transformation uh, here with the butterfly and then you have milk and honey. So the land of milk and honey is like the promise being fulfilled. You have the corticopia of, that represents like abundance and being fulfilled, having all your desires met. And this is the card that is on the deck, the I am that I am. And we have here the tiger and it's the fire energy. It comes from the scripture that I mentioned before, Exodus 3, 14, where Musa, AKA Moses, seen the burning bush. You have infinite creative potential. So fire is like the creative element. Um, it deals with creation, creative potential, infinite creative potential. That means that you have the possibility of choosing what you want to create. So it's up to you to figure out what you want to create, who you want to create, meaning I am that I am, who do I want to become? You fill that in. I am, I am protector. And so you are protected. You and your loved ones are protected. And with the hands here, it was like give and take. We have the symbol of Mars there. I am a bridge over waters. We have the sun symbol, which represents promise, like, um, and also being able to know and see where you're going. We have the Pisces symbol in, <laughs> integrated into the bridge here. We have the cock that deals with the sun energy. And you know that Christ is both connected to these two symbols as well as Pisces, which is the fish. You are crossing new paths. Walk every step by faith. I am the door. The doors are overflowing with golden opportunities. And I have the time. I have time here because a lot of people associate it, associate blessings coming to pass within a certain time frame it's not more so about time it's more so about did you get the message did you get the lesson that was meant for you to learn so you can walk through that door this on steps going upward because 
as you learn each lesson in life, you should be ascending. You should be progressing in your spiritual journey and your spiritual practice. I am the holy one. You live from divine truth and for truth. So holy, people think they know what holy is, but that is really up to God's perspective. You know, when, when you get higher, higher up in your spiritual evolution, you realize that um, there's many facets to holiness. I am faith. This image right here with the lady, it's almost like levitation. It's like she has total faith that she will not fall. She's just there weightless. So her heart is, isn't weighed down by worry, by concern, because she knows that she's well taken care of. She knows that she won't fall. Know that God can be trusted to fulfill all promises. This is total trust right here, that image. I am rest. We have here Scorpio symbol, <laughs> which deals with rest, but like releasing, you know, allowing your body, your mind to release what no longer serves you. And with that rest and going within the cocoon. So Scorpio deals with the transformation, transmutation. And what better representation besides, you know, the, the usual, which is the scorpion, is the cocoon. So it's not necessarily the butterfly because that's the last deacon of Scorpio. This is not the first deacon, which is like the caterpillar. This is the middle phase where it takes a time of rest, where the caterpillar has put in the work of going up the tree and building this chrysalis. Now, the caterpillar is inside resting because the caterpillar cannot see what is happening on the outside. But it trusts it, while it trusts while hanging there on that branch that everything will be OK and they will come out OK, if not better. And that's what this whole symbol represents. It reads, rest easy in God. All is well. No need to take action. Just rest. Allow the transformation process to happen. I am joyful. I like this card a lot. I like all of them, but I really like this one. I like the peacock feathers, the rainbow symbolism in the back, and then you have the swan, and you have the black and the white one. The rejected and the accepted. The two unlikely pair. <laughs> um, you have here golden eggs, which is a golden opportunity. That represents abundance. It represents fertility. And uh, here it reads, I am joyful. Allow the joy of God to fill your heart. I am a helper. God has a team of angels assembled to help you. I am perfect peace. God will keep your mind, body, and heart in perfect peace. Here with this person right here, they're meditating and they are allowing you can see all of the chakras are lit up. They're lit up. So that could be a prompt to go into meditation as well. Use this card um, while meditating. I have used this card actually one time when, as I'm a Scorpio, for you guys that have been with me for a while, you know, and it has been a lot of transformation energy, transformational energy over the last past couple of years because of my placements. And um, so I have used this card one time I felt like I haven't had a panic attack in a while. Like I used to have a lot of panic attacks, but I've only had like maybe a couple over the last past couple of years. And I felt like one was coming on recently, but I was able to calm myself with using this card and just focusing on that phrase right here. I am perfect peace. I am perfect peace. And sometimes I would say my mind is in perfect peace. My heart is in perfect peace. I am majesty. You are part of the majestic command. 
we have here the symbol associated with like um atoms really like this one because it's like energy constantly in motion it's always changing always transforming and the face of majesty is always changing and transforming. If you read, especially in, in the Psalms, where they speak about the different faces of God, the different ways of how God can manifest, this reminds me of that. That people may have an, an, an image of what they think that God looks like or God um, reigns in judgment of, but it's always transforming. And the reason why I have to also say this too, because although this may just be like... um. You know, me just going over my deck, blah, blah, blah. But I also, I'm always in ministry to a degree because you you never know who may be listening. And being that, I, I know the struggle of being, coming from a Christian background and then transitioning into more of a free-flowing spiritual practice and belief system. So I have to also say this, that that one scripture where it says, I am the same today and forevermore. Basically, people like to use that scripture to say like, well, you know, God never changes. If you are an infinite source, of course, you're never changing. You know, people try to use that that scripture to say, well, you know, like, oh, you're trying to say that the Bible is old or you're trying to say that that's the Old Testament. Now it's the New Testament and all these different arguments that people may have. But if you are an infinite source and everything came from you, of course, you're not going to change. That's only logic. So I had to put that little tidbit in there. All right. I am healing. Your wounds are healed and you are whole again. This one also, too, is about forgiveness. It's another card in here about forgiveness, but this always reminds me of forgiveness, not just because of the colors that I chose, but also, too, it's like sharing. Whose hand is giving who to what? You know, you can't really necessarily tell who had their hand there first. And that's a part of healing. Like, people say, well, this person said this to me first, or they did this to me first, so I got to give them back. But the part of healing is that that line, it becomes blurred. We don't know who gave what first because we are really, truly healed. And therefore, it doesn't matter. You know, now it doesn't mean be, you know, out of a, out of alignment and you're just doing things just to be doing it and you're not seeking the divine spirit for guidance. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that the line becomes blurred when people truly heal. We're not counting blow for blow. I am grace. I am gracious. We have the dove and I did a video on the spirit animal of the dove. I actually did quite a few spirit animal videos. So you can check that playlist out. But here we have the symbol, I'm going to turn it this way, where we have the symbol of Mercury, Hermes. But also this goes back to the Old Testament with Moses, with his staff and um, the staff of healing. The bronze snake, where the snake was on the pole or on the staff, and the people were prompted to turn towards it to be healed. So that is coming down from heaven, from the hand of God. Here I have infinite. I am infinite. I have time, the key. And then I have the Maserat, which is the astrological houses. It reminds me of the the ignorance of mankind, because while we may try to figure God out, because we may know astrology or because we may know science and we may only be hypothesizing what God is, who God is, that that is a a lock, a key that has yet to fit that lock. And we can only speculate. Okay, God knows each star by name. God alone knows all things. The key, the great mysteries of the universe, the great mysteries of life. We have the pillar of Boaz and Yakin. And here, I was pretty much saying like polarity. We have the polarity, have black and white, negative, positive, masculine, feminine, the mother and the father, the two pillars of our identity that are connected to the masculine and the feminine aspects of ourselves, the conscious and the subconscious. 
through the archetypes of the mother and the father that are associated with the sun and the moon. And it can go deeper and deeper and deeper there. So that's the reason why I put those two pillars there. I have the wisdom of the elephant and the wise owl and the scrolls and the symbolism that represents infinite knowledge or represents knowledge and, and wisdom. That through knowledge and wisdom, and then the more that we learn, the more tools that we have to build our reality. I am the good shepherd. The spirit of God is guiding you. Take the proper action. We have the Aries energy here, which represents action. This could also be springtime here with that little lamb. I am justice. The symbol for Libra. The balance of love and divine light leads you. So everything boils down to love and divine. We experience the divine through how much we love ourselves and experience love and give love to others. I am wisdom. You have been blessed with the gift of divine wisdom. I am thanksgiving. I have the symbol of Virgo right here. Thank the heavenly host and God for all you have. So this is one card that has been coming up for me, <laughs> as well as a couple other ones, um, continually, uh, to make sure that I am in gratitude consistently, that I'm thankful for even the little things. Here you have like symbols of atoms and, and everything. So thanking God for everything, because everything consists of atoms. And when we utilize the attitude of gratitude, that we're literally changing the, the properties of, the, of those atoms. I am infinite supply. God will provide you with more than enough. Here we have Venus and we have Taurus. And I really like this card because of the beauty we have here. The honeycomb, the bee, and the honey. You have more than enough. It's about pleasure and beauty. I am all seeing. God sees everything and is working it out. So like if you are experiencing a situation where you feel like you're being treated unfairly, that God sees all and God knows all. So it must be a grand plan there. The thing about this card, the reason why I put locusts or grasshoppers on here, I really I don't know what the difference is just by looking at them. But the reason why I put the right here, well, I'm reminded of two different situations. So that one situation where like um, that was one of the, the things that came through, ate up all the, the food. And so the Pharaoh was refusing to pretty much like let the people go and to forgive. And another instance is when the famine came through. And with Joseph, or Joseph, where he learned to forgive, although he served 12 years, I believe it was, in prison for something he didn't do. But because he had a forgiving heart, that he was blessed immensely. So you have here the wheat through forgiveness, the heart chakra, that um, you will receive plenty. And the plenty wheat is one of those substances esoterically that represents initiation of wisdom. But also, too, it, it represents in a physical sense, substance. I am Alpha and Omega. This card pairs good with the two pillar card. You're being, you're being regenerated through your faith. So sometimes when we may feel like we're being depleted or we want to give up, that we are regenerated because we only have faith. You know, like faith is literally an action. And even when you're not prompted to do something, that still is an action of walking in faith. I like the chess pieces in the back because it's, it's like, checkmate you know like when someone thinks that they have the last move when the enemy quote unquote um or the opposing force thinks that they have like the upper hand that you <laughs> you you have checkmate and we have gemini here so you 
here you're tapping into your higher mind. I always call Gemini like the God perspective because it can be a whole lot of information that you may gather. But um, the opposite sign is Sagittarius. So you have the wisdom on how to sift through that information. I am the light of the world. The light of truth lives in you. You have here the cheetah. And the cheetah is known as one of the fastest animals. I think it is one animal that may be faster than this one. That's why I say one of the fastest animals. But that's the most popular one. And we have more symbolism dealing with atoms and, and science and the light of God that lives within you. I am worthy. There's another card that came up a lot uh, for me. Not as much as the other card, but yeah. Uh, you are worthy of all good things because you are made in the image of God. Just from that basic, just, just that, just knowing that you are made from the image of God. And we all are. As God is the divine source, is the, the source of, of everything, then we all are made in the image of God. And knowing that, that we are all worthy of love. We are all worthy of someone loving us and us receiving love. I am your rock. God is a mighty rock, stable and strong. Here we have a mountain. It could be Mount Sinai if you want to, but it is a strong mountain. So the base of the mountain has to be strong in order to support all of the weight. This is another one that came up a lot for me, as well as for the collective. I am abundance. God is more than abundant in all ways, and you have access to the same. So if God, think about if God created everything, like you see all the trees, the grass, the bugs that are taken care of, the animals that eat every day, the sun that comes out every day, even on a cloudy day, <laughs> that, um, you know, we can look around us and see there are examples of abundance and we are just as abundant. I am trustworthy. You can trust that all things are working out for your highest good. And this is one of my favorite scriptures, Romans 8.28. All things works out for the good of those that are called according to yeah, God's purpose. And it literally is. Um, if you hear, see here with the hands, you have, once again, the symbolism of black and white in a circle. And then you have the hands that are shaping and molding and working with that energy. Go back to this card. Another thing about the symbolism where we had the fingers of, of God, quote unquote, or, you know, um, your angels, your guides, whatever. And you have this big chunk of abundance. And as God sprinkles into you, then you can sprinkle on to other people. So it's like continual flow of abundance. True abundance is always emotion. It's not a hoarding energy. I am love. I have here Venus symbols right there. <clears throat> you are loved and accepted at all times. So it's important to know that love accepts. Now, on a human plane, it doesn't mean like you have to just be in the presence of abuse of, of any kind. <clears throat> but it does let people know that even if you may not feel worthy, that you are still loved. You're loved by God. This is one of my favorite ones. I am a rod and staff. Your angels have cleared the path for you remain focused and stay inspired oh i just love this card so first we have the multiple colors in the background and we have you know the birds but here the staff the same staff i was telling you about um the staff of moses and then also with the snake on, on the staff is healing um so that makes reference to that um to that scripture but also to the symbolism that is connected to that and i do have a snake video that is coming out if you it could already be out by now and then you can check that symbolism out it goes very it's a very deep video um but here we have the different angels you see the different wings that form these different angels all of them have a unique 
wing to them, meaning they have a unique perspective and a unique ability. And with the um, the rod and the staff, your rod is like is like your your instrument, your passion, your drive in life, and then you have your staff. So a staff of angels that means that they're at your command, like a staff, like a, a manager that has a staff. So you can make orders, you can set intentions, and you can have your heavenly staff staff to help you in regards to that. This is also utilizing other people in teamwork. Right? I am a way maker. God is making a new way, something you never thought of before. And here we have the two giraffes and they're, they're connected. And for some reason, I just felt like I should do that. I don't know exactly why. Because if it's making a way, you would think it would be like an open, like open through the middle, but that's just what came to me. Oh, this is one of my favorite ones too. I am vision. God gave you a vision that's unique to your divine journey. Here we have the dragonfly. And I don't know why I chose the dragonfly, but this seems right. And we have uh, the butterfly too, about promises. The butterfly also deals with promises. Uh, the dragonfly deals with um, dreams and dream interpretation. So this could be visions that come through dreams, dream state, uh, symbolism. And one of my other favorite scriptures is Habakkuk 2.3. And that talks all about like with the vision, you have a vision, then write it down, make it plain. That speaks to manifestation, like what they call like the law of attraction now. Like, you know, you may have a desire and you write it down, but your desire should be connected to your soul purpose. Going back to the staff and rod, you know, it's not just for material gain. I am spirit. Boop, boop, boop. You are more than your mind, body and life experiences. So that's pretty much self-explanatory. So like we may hinge our, our mindset. We may hinge like our value based off of material gain. Like what, how many possessions, what have I obtained in life? And we may think that that's the sum total of, of who I am, but you are not that. That's the identity. That's the ego. You are a spirit that's here having a human experience. And that human experience is the one that accumulates all that stuff. So you're more than what you look like, what you feel like, and you're more than what you think of. That's just the human experience. And that's important to know. So especially if you're referring this to a spiritual journey, some people base their spiritual worth on their physical identity. I am a producer. Produce something good and multiply it. Now this card, I really do like this card. Here we have Leo symbol down at the bottom and this is connected to the soul purpose as leo is connected to uh the heart of the lion and the heart of the lion passion baby you know what's your passion what's your soul's passion because the soul leo is the ruler of the sun and the sun deals with the soul like your soul like your you know wow your true essence your soul's purpose and you produce something from that soul's purpose that gives you that formula and you multiply it over and over again it's like if you make a template of something and you multiply it over and over again, or you make a system, you create a recipe and you just over and over again, you just replicate it. I am the living word. Your words have creative power. Use them wisely. We have here the symbol of Mercury here and a lot of lips <laughs> because I wanted to emphasize here that your words are very important. What you say out of your mouth is literally creators. I'm, always reminded of this show called Word World 
and it would come on, I think, PBS Kids, and I used to watch it with my kids sometimes, but anyways, like, they would say a word, and then they would spell it out. For example, cat, and there's no cat there, and they'll say cat, C-A-T, and then the words will come out C-A-T, and then it will form a cat, and that's a beautiful illustration of how our reality works. I am the universal law. All laws, both natural and man-made, are under God. It, when we tap into the universal laws, then we're able to better understand, understand, and overstand our reality. So tapping, this could be a prompt for people to, you know, look into the universal laws, the universal principles, and how they can apply to their life. And the Angel Lunar Planner, second edition, I have a, um, what do you call it, a directory of the 12 universal laws broken down using scripture to support those laws. I am purification. Allow your heart and your mind to be cleansed. Here we have the butterfly. Always dealing with transformation, you know. Um, so allowing your mind and your heart and your body to be cleansed. So that could be a prompt for a fast of any I am perfect timing. Here with the symbolism, I have Saturn that deals with like father time. It's, you know, time. And we have the different clocks. We have a blurred alarm clock. This card pretty much deals with divine timing. The sun symbolism here. And that is connected to astrology. So it could be, because it all works in tandem. So when the sun reaches a certain point or an astrological event happens in your life, then that's when the alarm, alarm is sounded and something will change, something will happen. So that's what divine timing is. Also is connected to, did you get the lesson? And typically when the alarm is um, sounds off, the cosmic alarm, that gets people's attention and they, they start moving, whether consciously or subconsciously. We also have rainbows here that are associated with promises. I have a spirit video or symbolism video connected to that. I am stillness. Another card that will come out. I mean, it hasn't come out as much for me, but um, a couple times when I just needed to be still. I was being a busybody. I was doing a little too much, you know. I am stillness. Your mind, body, and atmosphere is in harmony. So either you, this is confirmation that you, your, your atmosphere, your body, your mind is in that perfect pitch in harmony or either this is something that you have to work on and i really like this um part too because here we have the symbols here and it's like thoughts but they're all are, are in alignment and you have the sun something that looks like the sun or the moon and a monk that's walking into that light and you know how bright the sun or either the moon can be but to be in perfect stillness to handle that light so uh, esoterically, the sun is connected to God or Christ, and it's the brightest star in our solar system. To be able to look directly into it and to bask in its glory, most people can't. So what that is basically saying is that because this person is in stillness and harmony within themselves, they're able to walk in the light, pure, unfiltered light. And lastly, we have I am mighty in battle. The heavenly hosts are fighting on your behalf. We have the symbol of Capricorn. We have a fist like, oh, you know, you don't always have to take physical action. And we have another hand that's open because it takes, you know, um, both. It takes openness on your behalf to allow the divine or your host to fight on your on your behalf. Sometimes you have to step back and let God take the situation over. And if you are looking to purchase your own copy of the I Am That I Am Divine Guidance Cards, that link will be listed down below as well as somewhere up here. And you can find them both listed on Etsy as well as on our shop. And I thank you guys so much for supporting the ministry here and our sister ministry. And I thank you guys so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check out all of the different playlists that we have here and the Angel Lunar Planner, the second edition, which I have a video 
about my creative process for writing a planner, a book, and you can find that in this whole playlist as well as listed down below. I will talk to you guys later. This is Minister Ashley. Peace.